one fun, on point for today, and the expert to talk about it. This is the ETF of the week. Yes, welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, the vice chairman at Vetify. It's vetify.com, and the site can give you everything you need to be a smart, savvy, and effective investor in exchange-traded funds. Again, vetify.com for more information. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The iShares U.S. Broker Dealers and Securities Exchanges ETF, ticker symbol IAI. The IAI, the iShares U.S. Broker Dealers and Securities Exchanges ETF. Now, this is a very specific ETF. It's granular, but not too tight granular, like sometimes ETFs are things where you can only buy a few stocks. But I'm a, a little bit surprised because broker dealers and securities exchanges do not exactly strike me as the hot business of the moment. Well, they're not the hot business of the moment, but they're hotter than regional banks and banks, let's say. Regional banks and banks, as we all know, have gone through a little bit of a hangover here recently. Most people are confident or fairly confident that the worst is behind us. However, People aren't willing to push all in into banks and regional banks right now. There was a pretty healthy pullback into that area. And frankly, that affected all of financial services ETFs. It also affected the broker dealers and the securities exchanges. That had a pretty reasonable pullback. But at the same time, these broker dealers are seeing a real nice uptick in business. The exchanges are seeing more volume than they have from six months ago. They've also got uh, investment banking and trading. You get companies like Charles Schwab that just today reported better than expected earnings. You've got the Goldman Sachs of the world. So if you're looking for an opportunity to maybe get a sector of the financial services market that had been painted with the same brush, but probably shouldn't have been, really from an earnings standpoint, seem to be in pretty good shape. And when you look at the moving average on this ETF, yes, it spiked down below the average, but it's built itself back up to the point where it's about 2% below its average now, and it's looking like it might go above. So Chuck, you know, we're always looking for opportunities, not only opportunities for new trends as they develop, but also in this case, there may be a value play where some companies got put through the ringer, the baby got thrown out with the bathwater, but is is that deserved? Maybe not. When you are looking at this, because it's been in the news, I mean, saying that they're hotter than the banks is not, than regional banks is not saying much in this one, only that, you know, regional banks are really in the hot seat, but not the hot investment realm. Is a part of this, I mean, we're normally talking about a 200-day moving average play. But when you see something that gets beaten down, in part because the industry just had a wipeout, does that make you at, at times look away from the trend following play and say, look, you go where the value is because you know that there will be the bounce back? Or do you use the 200-day moving average thing and go, hey, the banks scare you, wait until it comes back? I think in this case, Chuck, 
when you look at what's happened so far year to date, there are areas of the market that have been on fire. You look at technology up 15 to 20 percent. A lot of people, I think, missed it because they didn't have confidence. But coming off of those October lows, that's been an area that's been revived nicely. Crypto, you know, up 50 to 70 percent. However, financial services is always going to be a part of what we're doing. If we have an opportunity here to pull out the banks and the regional banks, which are 80% responsible for the decline, when at the same time, these exchanges have seen a nice uptick in business, the big asset managers and broker dealers like the Morgan Stanleys of the world, the Raymond James, the LPLs, the Jefferies, all have been seeing more deposits. They're seeing more trading. They're seeing more optimism, not only about the stock market, but also about the bond market. And all of their clients who maybe had a decent amount of money on the sidelines, you could just tell from the ETF flows, are starting to push money back in. So I think what I'm bringing to the surface here, Chuck, is, again, emotions can cause us to do stupid things. And sometimes those stupid things are we just decide not to play. We took our marbles and went home because of what's happened over the last couple of years. But eventually you need to come back. And a great opportunity to come back is in those areas that participate in our capital markets, whether it's a money management company, a brokerage company, or an exchange. And just naturally, you can see in the last three to five months, markets have come back, earnings are better than expected. And those are all aspects of the market that I think we can all participate in when we feel a new trend has developed. Here's IAI, 2% away from its uptrend. If you're looking for an opportunity, dive in with a small amount of money when that trend develops. How much of a portfolio tilt do you do with something like this? Because it is, you know, highly specialized. It's, it's a little tighter than your broad financial sector fund or what have you. How much are you willing to let this be of an asset allocation? And is there some place where the money's coming from? Well, if somebody's got a 60-40 buy and hold allocation and they're fully invested, great. You feel a lot better today than you did three or six months ago. However, if you've got new money or if you've got money on the sidelines and you're not really sure where to put it, you don't want to go into technology because all of a sudden maybe you're feeling like you missed that move or growth and mega cap stocks have been the area to be in so far this year. Here's an area where valuations aren't over the top, but if we continue to see increase in people adding more money to their portfolio, an uptick in markets, they will definitely participate. But wait for that moving average. We're, we're not there yet. There's always a chance, Chuck, we could touch that moving average and then revert back to the downside. That's the whole fun about following trends. You just don't want to put yourself in a situation. You don't want to jump the gun. You want to make sure you protect yourself if you're a little concerned about financial services. And that's why you are watching the IAI, the iShares, U.S. Broker Dealers and Securities Exchanges ETF, the ETF of the week. Tom Lydon, great stuff as always. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast by going to your favorite podcast app or by going to moneylifeshow.com. 
To learn more about exchange-traded funds and everything you need to do to be a smart, savvy, and informed investor, check out vetify.com. They're on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Ensure you don't miss anything by following along. Find us on your favorite podcast app and we will see you again next week. And until then, happy investing, everybody. Everybody.